when last we left off our heroes, I, Thule, was attempting to buy some supplies at the local alchemist shop. When out of nowhere, a horde of loan sharks ambushed me. I tried to call upon my friends to no avail. Left with no other choice, I bravely fought them off, and they fled like kits with their tails between their legs. <laughs> a guard did come by to check on me afterwards, which was nice of him. Oh, I also got a new formula. Clearly not the one I wanted, but it was free, so I guess it's okay. And yeah, that is exactly what happened. <laughs> Previously on the quest of stone and stars, everything she just said with some slight modifications, you'll have to listen to it to actually hear what really happened, but that was Thule's perception. Words. Words are hard. This Words are hard. Very yes. hard. But Tully gets back here in just a moment. Walter, this yes. journal that you found yes, sir. seems to be some odd things. You're just flipping through it at the moment. You see mention of strange creatures called cryptids. Secret societies, deviant abilities, a, a treatise on mirrors and imposters, various cults, portion on curses, temporal anomalies, and even something called a mindscape. And each of the things, it, it's each topic presenting enough questions to fill a library, and each a mystery I was unable to solve, I know there must be something more behind them. And the initials are KHW. KHW. It's all written uh, in the same handwriting, and each of the entries have those initials. Uh, was this in a foreign language? It was written in common. It was in common. Okay. Yep, Taldane Common. Alright. Um, is there any lore academia or lore skill behind any of it? I can pick up something that might seem familiar. You can attempt a lore academia. Okay. But it's going to be a hard check, so. That's a 13, so. A 13? Nothing stellar. Yeah, you, you've no recollection of it, some of it seems just kind of ravings, and others of it just it it all seems a bit too far fetched to be true, but it's written with conviction. All right, I will just continue kind of thumbing through it and listening to uh, Amaril's wonderful singing, or if that's coming to a close. Yeah, it seems to be coming to a close. There's a raucous applause as Thule comes staggering in, looking a tidbit worse for wear. Oh, my dear. What, uh, what trouble did you get into? Some people wanted to get some money from me. Did my whistle come into, uh, any assistance to you? Not from you guys, but some guard came by and checked on me. I already scared them off by myself, though. Oh, hold on one second. And he pulls the cotton balls out of his ears. <laughs> so what were you saying? Tool I'm sorry. Tully kind of like her ears fling back and her tail kind of starts twitching very violently. Oh, she Yeah, mad. that makes sense. <laughs> she real mad. Uh, Haven, do you think you could uh, give Tuli a hand here with some of her wounds? Absolutely. <clears throat> and I will have her sit next to us, <clears throat> look over her wounds from head to toe, and then I will attempt a treat wounds check. Uh, what's the DC for an assist? Is it 15 or 20? 20. 20. Uh, I do not assist. And uh, I have a total of 29. All right. 
So that is going to be 46. Um, let me remind myself on treat wounds because it's been a while. Let's see here. Treat wounds. If you succeed, critical success is 4d8. Oh, that's right. It's d8s, not d6s. Yes. Here I am trying to short myself. All right. I'm so... short, Tuli. Twelve and eight is twenty hit points total. Sweet nuggets! I'm at full health now. Thanks for that. Did you add the additional plus five from your medic dedication? No, but I clearly didn't need it. No, because you you're already like two hit points over my max. I mean, I'll take it if you want me to. I mean, Ayo. can't really go beyond you can only take as much as you can take <laughs> damn and i have not yet learned how to give you temporary hit points but yeah the the rest of the night passes without incident unless anybody's doing anything else floor is yours no i'm going to fuck to sleep for the night yeah, your drinks are, uh, you, you guys get sent drinks over to the table quite a bit. Um, people very much enjoyed the singing. Excellent. That's my goal. Well, well done, Amarel. I think you deserve a night of rest, as do we all. Yes, I do believe I will turn in as well. The drinks might be starting to go to my head. I will help Miss Amarel to her room, and then do we figure out, like, do we all have one shared room, or do we have a couple rooms? You each have your own separate room okay. for what you paid for this. All right, I will assist her to her room, and then I will go off to mine, and uh, I think just retire for the evening. As will I. <clears throat> Yeah, Tuli just kind of, like, stretches and yawns and, like, kind of heads to her room, looking a little worn out. All right. We all sleeping. You are all sleeping. Let's see what happens over the course of the evening. I don't know. I don't like the sound of that. Bandits break in. We gotta fuck them up. The night passes without incident. You wake up feeling refreshed, ready to go. An entire city at your disposal. I'm going Ooh. exploring. Holy wants to go exploring too, but maybe not by herself. I am going to begin the day with my morning prayers and seeking guidance to see if I can figure out which direction I need to go next. Let's see. And... Are you just uh, relying on the, the fate die? Are you adding any magic to that to give answers? Um, I am just going to rely on the fate die because I currently don't have any spells that would really help with that. Okay. For those who are listening, the fate die is just my D30. I roll it when things are outside of the, the rules to see if anything interesting happens. And right now, you just get a sense of contentment. Like, she's happy that you found the first part. And there's no additional direction at the moment. Okay, then I shall follow my friends wherever they wish to go today. Um, as far as my pursue a lead and whatnot, or on the case, um, what do I currently have as my case? It's it was like You're... the main thing we were here for, right? You are currently caseless. Okay, so I will... Can I use this journal as my case and try to pursue some sort of a lead on it from here in town? So I don't know if that's like um, looking for a few keywords in the journal and maybe trying to find something relatable to that. You're on the case to the journal. The first thing that you really need to figure out is who this person was. Who is KWH? 
Okay. And let's see here. And at the moment, let's see. You spend a minute examining it. And so now you, you've got an idea of his handwriting. You've got an idea of his writing style. So if you could find some sort of library or bookseller, maybe they might have some more information. So now when you pursue a lead, you get a plus one on perception or any skill check to investigate this. And right. you were able to have two cases at once, if I remember correctly. Right, right, right. That's what I was thinking. So, I already had one, but I do not. So. You do not. Yeah, you, you've not been on a case. Cool, cool, cool. But um, the innkeeper... Let's see. Anybody remember the innkeeper's name? No. Man. Nope. No. I didn't write it down. Uh, that's fine that's fine well then the, the 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 nice halfling female comes up and says to you in dwarven yes she's only spoken dwarven um, says uh um um is it dr sir uh, uh, professor Fins finswick uh oh, remind me of your name i uh I simply am horrible with them, and I apologize for that. Oh, me it's too. That's kind. Sorry, Professor Fenswick. Uh, Mira Galsby. Um, I'm your common uh... common spelling. Yes. Okay. He and, writes it uh, in his journal, so he'll never forget. Um, you had asked about any odd occurrences. Uh, yes. Uh, anything that is out of the norm for this society or community uh, it typically sparks my interest. Well, the, the cook came back from the market and said they were pulling a body from the sewers that had been mauled in a way that, that she'd never seen before. It really rattled her. I, th I thought you were asking about weird dead things, so I, I figured this might be something that would interest you. Oh, certainly. Uh, was it the local authorities that were pulling the body out of the sewer? I, 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 I did the, the cook didn't stay. It was over a few streets down outside of the market. Okay. Uh, he'll take note of that and say, uh, unrelated. Um, are there any, uh, bookstores or maybe apothecaries you would recommend? I am a, uh, learned man uh and i was just curious and maybe finding some local literature to uh soak in for a day or two as far as a i mean there there are several bookstores scattered throughout the market and the the town itself i mean if you're wanting something a bit fancier you'll have to go to one of the richer districts but uh as far as apothecaries the one around here is alchemy alka you and those of any sort of taste, don't visit that space. I think he's deals in black market things. Oh, that's certainly. Julie doesn't good. understand any of this because she's still speaking dwarven, right? Yes. You don't okay. speak dwarven? But you would probably hear the alchemy, alchemy, you. Yes. Because that would be just like when somebody else speaks in a foreign language, but it's a proper noun. Right. So okay. You, you, would hear, you would hear that. And, okay. And have well, any context around it. <laughs> her ears perk up. Oh, I wouldn't recommend that place. Oh well, it seems uh my uh my friend has visited anyways. Um, I I'm going to guess. Uh, I she do know what she's saying. Yeah, I think everyone but Tuli speaks Dwarven. That nice. would be correct. Well, I appreciate your picking time. up like keywords here. And he'll like look down at his journal to get her name right. Uh, thank you for the information. And uh, well, I'm certain we'll be back uh, this evening. What is uh, the menu for tonight's supper? Are you bastard? <laughs> Sucker. Oh, I'm gonna see what candy we get today. 
You got me. You got me on this one. Um, I think tonight's going to be uh, boiled eggs and curd. Uh, vegetable stew. We've got some lovely boiled mushrooms. Uh, millet porridge. And a venison stew. They all sound splendid. And like you took time to craft them with love in your heart. Uh, I would like Doglin's to... candy. <laughs> I would like to thank Don John for having a random <laughs> in generator at my fingertips. It is one of the best things ever. What is today's random candy, Amarel? I rolled a 10, so we get candied nut. Oh. Candied nuts. Yeah, I'll, it's... um. It doesn't say nuts in the thing, though. It just says candied nut. Well, <laughs> you, you pull out a singular candied nut. It's like that's, a... That's, um, that's, how, that's how it works. Usually when you nut, you pull out. I mean, I don't think Never that's true out. for this group. We know, James. <laughs> usually, usually. With, with the number of spawn this group has, knock on wood, that that stops for me. Um, yeah, knock on wood, it stops for me, too. It hasn't don't even started me. for you. Right? Exactly. Maybe she doesn't want it to start. I don't. No. But you know how oh. you go to the fair and they give you those bags of cinnamon roasted almonds? Yes. Good. I and figured that's, that's what, what it was. I'm just that entertained that it's nut and not nuts. Well, you only pull out a singular. It's in the item description. You pull out one of them. So why would I label it double? Did I, I do that? I can't pull out a whole handful of candy nuts at once. No, it is just one sweet <sighs> once per hour. You don't want to ruin your appetite. But then I can't share. Everyone who reaches into the bag can pull out that one sweet per hour. All right, well, I'm going to reach in and be delighted to find a candy nut and offer some to my compatriots. Well, thank Probably you. Thanks, one. Thanks. Doglin I imagine Tuli eating it like that kitty on TikTok that, like, tickles <laughs> his nose when he crunches. I was just thinking about that. Wow. Especially she, she's I a bald cat. Say, she's the extra wrinkly. Haven's just going to look at it and calmly look back and say, I'm sorry, I am not a fan of nuts. Fair enough. But do you have an allergy? No, I just don't like it when nut is in my mouth. <laughs> oh, so you've had nut in your mouth before and it wasn't pleasurable? No. This is why we're rated as a mature podcast, because we're all adults here. So, uh, old boy having senses of humor adults. Vince Wick will turn to the group and say, um, so there seems to be some intrigue that we could uh, investigate, if you Indeed. guys so would like. Otherwise, um, I could go for a, a nice cup of tea and a good book to read. What if we investigate and then get tea and books? Sounds wonderful. I think that sounds like a fantastic day myself. That sounds nice, especially if they have some catnip tea. That's my favorite. All right. Well, um, I believe just down this way towards the market, we should find, hopefully, something of interest. And mm. then he'll tip his cap to the innkeeper that he definitely knows her name. Yep, she she it's smiles and nods and doesn't know yours either. Perfect. But yeah, Walter's like, hey, everybody, you want to go see a dead body? <laughs> we were all like, yes. A Amarillo's like, hey, everybody, you want some candy? <laughs> dead bodies, candy, and tea. I think uh, that's the episode that's name right there. It's a reputable group of people. It's like a you might part. be able to do some good by getting the family some answers. It's the only reason I agreed. Oh, I just really like dead bodies. I mean, that's fair. <laughs> we know. <laughs> we know, Finswick. Actually, everybody everybody already knew there was a dead body involved, cause, well, except Tuli, because she <laughs> yeah. doesn't speak to her. Right. Tuli right, does, right, on right. the other hand, speak a lot of the... Um, other languages, just humanoid languages, dwarf. common Minkayan, Mwangi, Osirani, and Tien. She's I know, around. I was like, 
I know. I was like looking at the list. I'm like, of all the things that's not she's, on there is dwarven. She's Liz. really only missing um, Irisen's language for uh, common. Yep, she's she's missing Scald, Halit, and Chalexian uh, <clears throat> for as far as the um, common languages. Would I have Scald as my common, or what would Winter Crooks be? Uh, Taldane is the base common for everyone. They just put it as that. Um, right, like, but isn't Wintercrux up in Erison? Yeah, you were you were from Erison, but you you yeah. you chose Dwarven and Elven as your uh, right. Orcish. Okay, I was yeah. I just I didn't know what oh. the actual common there was. Or yeah, Scald and Halit are the ones from the northern areas. Right, I will uh, trade one of mine out for. Yeah, you could skull. take Orcish out for it. Yeah. Makes Anywho, more sense. Uh, yeah. down this way, um, and I'll kind of head towards the way she described the market being. Or near the market, I think, as she said. And, I mean, once you start getting closer, it's pretty easy to figure out as there's a crowd of people standing around, like, whispering to each other, like, oh my gosh. There's, there's monsters in the sewers. Uh, fuck. Is there like a, I don't know, maybe like a bridge or something that crosses over the sewer that we could maybe peruse by? As oh, no, this, this is like a, a grate that they had. Oh, just like out of a grate. It wasn't like a, okay. Yeah, yeah. no, it wasn't like an open air, like sewer vent they they pulled this body that's from a grate. That's... And there's there's a wagon with some guards like looking at this thing talking to each other looking huh. at something well i i think we found what we were looking for and finswick will walk straight up towards the guards and you do speak osarani like can we help you uh Yes, I just had heard word. Um, oh, sorry, uh, Professor Finswick, uh, from Wintercrux. I specialize in um, autopsies and odd oddities. Um, uh, that's trademarked, please. Um, but uh, I couldn't help but overhear in town that uh, there may have been a bit of a suspicious uh, mangling of a body, maybe by some sort of creature, and didn't know if. You would mind me taking a look, uh, for I specialize in this kind of thing. Uh, or if I could speak to your local medical examiner just to obtain some uh, academic and professional knowledge on the uh, subject. I kind of quirk an eye at you, and Thule is the only other one who understands this banter back and forth. Because um, she speaks Osirani. I was about to say, Tully actually understands this conversation. I look at this. What, what's a medical... Just stand in there. We just had a report that there was a body and found this guy half out of the sewer. And if you want to take a look, you can. It's not good. Oh, splendid. And you'll see him take his jacket off, remove a pair of gloves from it hand the jacket to the guard that he was talking to and walk past him to the body. The guard's looking at this jacket like... And he doesn't do it in like a disrespectful way, but a very, very nonchalant... I I like how you just have like gloves on hand for handling dead bodies. Well, where else would you put your gloves, Miss Tooley? Not not on your feet, certainly. Up your butt. (laughs) Oh my. Knew that was coming. Yep. Oh my god. <laughs> I don't, uh, we're adults here. That is not a sanitary place to store your gloves. Uh, one would think <laughs> Unless a you're a pro- medical professional would know that. I do know that. It's just funny. Uh, so I'll look at the body. It's it's an interesting looking body. The marks it's dead, Jim. unfamiliar. <laughs> Ain't not got no gas in it. There's... A row, like several rows of puncture marks, going up the the back 
and the front of the person. It's a, a male Osirani. Human. And towards the legs, there is a very large bite radius. Interesting. Um, so Fenswick, assume he has his bag, which I would, I would venture to say is like a European handbag. Um, and so he's going to, I assume he sat it down when he handed the guy's jacket. So he's going to pick the bag up and hand the bag to another guard. And the guard, I assume instinctively would reach out and he's just going to open the bag and start yeah, picking. They're, they're fascinated at what out. you're doing at this. So he'll start he's picking very out fascinated some too. And, and whatnot out of the bag, shut it back, and just turn back around. Um, and he'll start doing some sort of a once-over on the body just to take measurements of some of the puncture uh, wounds, um, notice for any of the uh, uh, scarring or lacerations or anything like that. Uh, do you want a perception or a medicine check for this? For this medicine. Okay. Medicine, medicine. And then, can I make this my other on the case? So that'll give me a plus one. Absolutely. You Pursue spent a lead. minute. You spend a minute on it. And now you're pursuing this lead. Curious All question. Right. Because Tuli yeah. like knows what they're saying is now automatically intrigued now that she knows a dead body is involved. Uh, is there anything she notices about the body or the area? All right, give me a. What are you checking? The are you looking over the body or the area? I guess the body more like notice if there's anything on the body or like around the body. Okay, that would be a perception. Walter, what's your medicine check? Uh, that would be a 13 plus 9, so that was a 22. 22, looking over, at first you would have thought that this was from two separate creatures working in tandem, but you're fairly certain that the same creature made both sets of marks, but different ways. Um, also, the individual perished because it looks like one of the teeth nicked the femoral artery. Okay. And Tuli got a nine on perception, so she probably doesn't know shit. You look at this dude, and as you're looking over, you're like, oh, he was a poor. He does not have anything worthwhile in him. Uh, Tuli, please don't touch anything. Uh, I don't mind you observing, uh, but at least let me finish my exam. Um, uh, guard that he'll look at um, you also notice that his fingernails were cracked and broken as if he was scrabbling to get away from something okay um can i do a uh what check would i have to do to try to identify what would make those particular bite marks nature Ooh. would it Ooh. be nature or survival I'm going to say given the type of creature let me see let me see go ahead and make a roll and I'll tell you which one of okay. your skills you're adding to it here in a moment that's a flat 10 so far uh, that would be an occult. And that will make it a... Um, is this part... Do I get the plus one all the time? You do get the plus one, because okay, it is a part so of your thing. That'll be an 18 total. An 18 total? You're not certain. You've never come across something like this. At one point, you would have said that this is some sort of weird shark, but he didn't come from the ocean, based off of that. Um, the puncture wounds are really what are, what's getting you. The bite, large mouth, sharp tooth creature akin to a shark, but the puncture marks 
are what's throwing you for a loop. You're not certain. So are the puncture totally... marks with the with the bite marks, or like is that is that what we're referring to with the puncture marks, or are there separate puncture? There marks? are separate rows of puncture marks, and okay. then a sharp, round, toothy maw looks like it bit something. Okay. So it looks uh, like almost like thorns that were trying to grab and pull because you see where the skin was pulled. Okay. Does Tolly notice anything familiar about like the puncture marks as she's kind of like looming over his shoulder? <laughs> Tolly, give me an occult check. I got a dirty 20. A dirty 20? I want to roll in a cult check. Go ahead and roll in a cult check. I was just about to ask what, what you and uh, Haven were doing during this investigation. I'm also nosy. I want to see if I can help figure anything out. Haven is actually watching the people surrounding. Oh, it's just a, just a whole bunch I of looky-loos. got a 23. <laughs> a 20 and a 23. Both of you have heard of a creature that loves to live in filth. Ew. Ew. That would actually fit this bill. 20 was the DC on this one. Nice. Okay, follow-up question. Does Truly know anything useful alchemically about this creature? You know that this creature stinks. They are disgusting, stinky creatures. As far as like, as far as alchemically, you might be able to make like a stink bomb from from it. But it literally just smells because it loves to surround itself in filth. And this creature is called an Odiu. Oh, do you? Yep, they have how tentacles. You, how do you spell that? O T Y U G H. Damn it! What? I, I wasn't able to unmute quick enough to spell that. You're a butthole. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they have these tentacles with sharp protrusions on them that they can grab with. And they have jaws that will impart filth fever if you get bit by them. Odio? Odio. How do you spell Odio? Again, I, sorry. I, I missed it. God damn it. James, you want to take this one? You can spell it. O-T-Y-U-G-H. Yeah. Okay. Julie kind of scrunches up her nose like, Ugh, that's an, that looks like an Odiu. She kind of just like backs up a little bit. Um, guard. Uh, yes, professor. Uh, where do you plan on taking this body? We were just gonna chuck it basically says we're really gonna take unknown bodies i don't have an answer for that it's it's nowhere <laughs> dignified let's just leave it at that um do you have a uh a place you could store it for the evening so i could take a more thorough look um i currently have a uh and he'll kind of look at amarel um a tea party to attend. Uh, but I'd like to get some more information on this ODU and return to the body with a uh, fresh set of eyes. Could you secure it somewhere for me? Give me a diplomacy check. <laughs> Natural 20, I'm not even shitting you. <laughs> Oh my god. I was about to it's say, is he flirting again? It's a beer mug. It makes me laugh so much. Because I've got the flask of friendship, and that's what it's worked every time. And he's like, well, we can keep it at the watch post and put it 
we'll take it to the the church of Phrasma and have them look over it for a bit i'll put whatever spells on it but you're gonna take care of the creature that did this in the sewers oh uh, i have i have no idea about that um i could certainly uh try to get some information on the creature maybe it's whereabouts or uh habits uh maybe what its habitat may be uh then i could possibly get some information on how to sneak up on it or to trap it um and provide that to your guardsmen uh so you could do you know your things uh my thing is simply just looking at the body uh but um and then he'll kind of look to the group uh is this something that would interest you all to uh... speaking in a language i can understand now i yeah i can he switches back to common when he addresses the group would okay would you uh be interested in climbing in the filth and dirt to find the creature that did this Uli kind of scrunches up her nose and like her ears go back and she kind of squints like looking incredulously at him like I am not a fan of this idea. Okay, Amarel. I I don't really relish the idea of going into the sewers, but this thing could be a danger to others. Okay, and Haven. We should remove it. All right. Well, then, in a three-to-one vote, I say, uh, and he'll turn back to the guard and say, we'll take care of it. Um, But uh, for our troubles, uh, I would expect some sort of a payment from you all um, in in which, uh, if we return successfully, uh, we'll bring you some sort of evidence showing that we have taken care of the creature. but with that, we need some sort of compensation for our time and uh, life-endangering process that I assume we're going to take on. So if you could sort that out with your supervisor? Roll me another diplomacy. <laughs> we're running out of luck, boys. This isn't good. <laughs> uh, that one's a nine. <laughs> a nine. He says, well, we're... um." We're 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 gonna take care of the fees from the church to keep the body from putrefying because they putrefy quick here. So we'll cover that. You cover this, and then you'll have full access to examine the body to your heart's content. But well, you right. give us a little bit more, and we don't make you smell the damn thing. Tully says. The only other thing I may ask for is. An extra guard near the... What's your dumb pun for the inn? The sleeping loaf. The sleepy loaf. The sleepy loaf, loaf, yeah. Um, And then he'll pull his journal out of the bag, the other guard's still holding, and look at the innkeeper's name. Uh, Miss Marmalade, or whatever her name was. uh, Oopsie. Has been very pleasant to us, and if you guys don't care to just do a couple extra passes to make sure uh, none of the creatures or critters from the alchemy alchemy you uh, decide to make a hassle of her i would appreciate that i cut toolies uh, diplomacy check off so i apologize what was your diplomacy check there Tooley? i uh hadn't rolled it yet because he was still talking <laughs> 13 13 yeah he he's like oh absolutely i didn't realize they were feuding i the the alchemy Shop's pretty quiet. And yeah, we weren't gonna we just warned people not to go down into the sewers because it's it's gross down there. We we don't patrol down there, so I don't know what this individual was doing, but he came up right there and he points to a um what looks to be a open sewer grate. Alright, Fincewick will note that. Um could you have somebody stand guard here? Uh Till this evening, at least. Um, I don't know exactly when we're going to get down into the sewer. It'll most likely be a, a day or two while we prepare. Oh, uh, yeah, we were going to keep that anyway, because whenever one of these things happens, there's always some dumb kid who wants to go down in the sewer to see what the monster is. And then and we got dead kids and then it's just it's just more paperwork. 
population control at its finest. All right, Amaril, uh, I believe we have a tea time to attend. Maybe a, a guard. Could you recommend a, a, a bookstore in the vicinity? I can't read. Got it. <laughs> he looked really abashed at that, but yeah. Uh, no, Fenswick doesn't say that. He's a he's a much nicer man. He's like I, you know, I don't really partake of that sort of thing, but I'm sure they've got some in the inner quarters. Excellent. And he'll close up his bag, grab the jacket or his coat from the other guard, put and it on, and grab his bag directing some people to take the body to the church and then the the dude who was holding the jacket gets guard duty <laughs> excellent gentlemen great work today and fenswick will walk towards the inner quarter that guy did such a good job as a coat rack <laughs> roll me per perception checks as you guys walk away <clears throat> all of us yeah I'm just listening. Amaril was just kind of standing there Ooh. watching everything because she didn't understand a, a word that was being said. For Sir Professor Fenswick, unless it's part of my lead, then it would be a 26. I, it is not. I got a 12. Um, Tully got a 12. Haven 12. got a 23. I got a 23 for Haven. 19 for Amaril. All I'm right. switching dice. <laughs> Well, as you all walk away, they're definitely whispering something, but the only one who actually can understand it is Walter, who they're like, who's, who's, who, who was that guy? Does, who does he work for? I don't know. He said he was a professor or something. He obviously knew what he was doing. <laughs> Fitzwinkle just kind of smirk. As he uh, as he walks off, the confidence to walk up and act like you know what you're doing, as got me through life so far, cussing at each other in dwarven in the group chat. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering what the hell they were saying. Uh, they're talking shit about you because you don't understand you can't dwarven. Read the dwarven. <laughs> well, screw you guys. <laughs> I feel unloved right now, man. We're not saying anything about you. We're just saying cusses. Oh, okay. They're just hateful. I'm sorry you have to deal with these people. Uh, <laughs> no, you're not. All um, right. So you can go into the sewers. You can continue on. What are you guys doing? Cooley um, needs to... Tully needs to clear her uh, her mental nostrils. What? <laughs> Mentally. You know how, like, whenever you think of a really bad smell, it's like you almost can smell it? She needs to clear that from her brain. She wants tea. Yeah, like sea dip. Oh, her parvo. Lactulose feces. That, that's one of the, that's about as bad as sea dip. Oh. The other things that you all have saw with those uh, great perception checks was these being posted up around the area. Ooh. It's a wanted poster. It says, wanted, dead or alive, Shimonji, 100 live, 20 dead. What is Shimonji? It's like a ganol. It is a crappy sketch of a what looks to be a female knoll. Shimanji! Uh, maybe I'm just dumb. What's the 100 live, 20 dead thing? If, if she's we... dead, we get 20 gold. If uh, she's alive, that, we get that's more. That's the amount we're getting. Okay. Yeah. Can tell it who could plays a Western could game. Be... Could be gold, could be silver, could be copper. Right. Usually it has like a, a currency of some sort with it. That's why yeah, I could not I have a currency. Yeah. Well, that was if that was a hundred copper count us out. Yeah. If it's a hundred gold, hell yeah. Is there any other information on this poster, like where we could maybe inquire more information? 
Yeah, because phone not. numbers don't exist. Boom. Well, that's pretty freaking useless. Whoever made that poster didn't think it through very well. As you re remember, the some of the guards had more rolled parchments on them. So those those uh, guards must have been moving around hanging these flyers up when you came across, when they got hijacked with, oh my god, dead body! Well, it'd be worthwhile if we happen to see her. Yeah, totally kind of like, it catches her eye for a minute, and she kind of like thinks about about it, but just kind of like walks, continues walking with the group. Fincewick will uh, lean over to Amarill and say, Amarill, just a word of advice. Um, hmm. People in power enjoy when you do things for them, but often they will take advantage of you if you do too many things for them uh, with their knowing consent. So we'll keep that uh, wanted poster in our back pocket, um, but if we just tell them we're going to do everything for them, they often will take us for granted and, and not show you what your true worth is. So oh, let's I'm not start saying with one we... thing at a time. That's totally fair. I'm just saying if we happen upon her, I'm not saying we go pursue it right now. Yeah, absolutely. Walter giving now life advice out over here. And here's a Werther's out of my coat pocket. I'm good. I have <laughs> candy nuts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I'll keep this back in my pocket, and it's actually like a Werther's and a strawberry candy all glued together because they've been in my pocket for so long. Gross. Yep. Ew. Probably lint and stuff on it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah most likely. All right. Uh, so we are going towards the Intercorta. Um, as you go, you walk past that sewer entrance and. Walter, something's nope. a little odd. Oh. Uh, Walter's just going to kind of stop at his tracks as the group's walking and give a perception check. Ooh, Do we notice him pausing? 19, boys. Uh, 20. Is this part of my clue or something? Yeah, this is your okay. that's odd. Uh, so that'll be week. a... Plus nine, so twenty-eight total. Um, you see, stuck on a rock, a piece of broken fingernail. Ew. So Yuck. whatever was that he was trying to climb out of the sewer with whatever had him had him. Interesting. That's it. Take for what that uh, for what you will. Uh, Walter will notice this and not say anything. Does Tully notice anything? I mean, you can give me a perception check. Sure. This dice likes me a little bit better. I got a 15. A 15? Walter stops, kind of just looks down, and then catches back up with you. Oh, sorry, I just uh wanted to make sure I still had my tweezers. Uh... And we'll continue. Where All right, I now? guess they continue. <laughs> um, he mentioned a bookstore in the inner quarter, and I don't think the innkeeper gave me anything closer, right? He said he's sure there's something like that in the inner city. Inner city, okay. But he did not give you directions or anything like that. It was a very vague, uh, like... I don't know of anything like that around here. Maybe in the inner city. Did she give me something specific as far as... She like said the... there were all sorts of shops that might have what you're looking for within the marketplace. Okay, and we're in the marketplace right now. So I guess a perception check to notice any signs or advertisements about books or cre uh, studies of creatures or anything like that. The thing about Catapatch is there's a lot of different markets. Oh, okay. So I don't need to do a perception check now? I don't... I mean, you can absolutely roll a perception check now. Uh, 
13. 13? You're not seeing any, but there is somebody, there is a vendor with a tea stall. Ooh. Oh, this seems pleasant. Uh, Amarel, after you. And Indeed. I will go and peruse what they have. It is various teas, and then they're making this thing he calls coffee, and buries his cup in the sand, and it starts to froth, and he pulls it out and puts it back in, and if you've ever seen them make, like, traditional Turkish-style coffee... That's yeah, I see videos of that. It's pretty cool. Um, let's see. Excuse me, sir. What are you doing there? I'm gonna go up to the person making coffee. You go up and say, "Excuse, what what language do you speak it in?" Oh, uh, what languages do I speak? I don't know. You tell me. Well, I have common listed, but you said the like, different commons depending on where we are. Right. That is Taldane common. Taldane. Okay. So that's probably what I'm going with. Did you look at me like I'm dumb? He's like, I kind of like, I don't know. Would you like, he just says, you want drink in common. Uh, is Thule a reckon or what kind of race is he? He human, definitely human? of Osirani descent. Uh, okay, Thule Thule goes up to him and says, "An Osirani, like, do you have any catnip tea?" I was talking to him first. <laughs> Thule was just as excited. Thule, or does he seem to understand Thule better? Perks up at somebody speaking his language. <laughs> and he says, We have cloud tea and hojicha tea, but no catnip tea. We also have coffee. Coffee? Tuli. Oh. Tully kind of like turns. Okay, Tully like turns him. What are you making there? Coffee. Coffee. What is coffee? It smells weird. I kind of like it. She turns back to Emerald. It's something called coffee. I don't know, but it smells kind of good. I would like to try the coffee. You would like to try the coffee. One copper. One copper. Um, I'm assuming she understands him saying funny. one copper. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, do uh, the thing then. Guy says one <laughs> copper. <laughs> Tuli turns Emerald and tells her one copper. <laughs> And he nods, Boy, and then in common says, one copper. Drink one copper. One copper. Okay, and I'm going to fish in my bag and pull out a copper. And Tully pays for one, two. Two of them, please. Uh, Fencewick will ask uh, Inosiriani, what uh, tea would you recommend? He looks at you. Are you looking for relaxing or are you looking for stimulation? Uh, something stimulating wouldn't uh, hurt, I think, on a day like today. Hojicha. All right, one hojicha. Well, that is also a copper. Fenswick will produce a copper. And then, while this is going on... Haven, would you like anything? 
No, I am fine. Notice Amaril. this time my character doesn't start a bar fight. Amaril, I need a perception check. And how you all de decide that you want, um, how, how you like your Turkish coffee, that is on you. That is strong as shit. I got a Does Tuli have to What was that? Does Tuli have to? No, because okay. everybody comprehends that there's a person who's going... Siren! Siren! Up over the crowd. Amaril, you recognize the voice. Oh. I do? You do. I'm going to look around to see if I can see where the voice is coming from. You see a familiar blue-tinged elf whom you spent some time with on a ship before you uh, got involved with this adventure, you see your friend Phineas. Phineas! I'm going to run over and... I don't know, are we close enough that I can hug him? Oh, absolutely. He picks you up and swirls and he said, I thought I saw my siren. How have you been? It's been ages. Here, there, everywhere, the life of a ship. Indeed. What, what are you doing here in Catapesh? Last I saw you, you were off to go see dwarves. Well, I did go see the dwarves, uh, met some new friends, and we were asked to deliver some mithril here and figured I'd continue my travels. What brings you here? Uh, you you know us. The platypus's parry is still traveling. Oh my around. god! That's what you get for naming your NPC friend Phineas. I hate you. <laughs> oh my god! I just got that job. Looks. <laughs> oh, who are your new friends? Uh. My feline compatriot. Here is uh, Tuli. Um, we have Tuli Haven and dipping her coffee and like kind of sneezes into it because it's a little stronger smell than she thought. It is strong Turkish coffee. I've not tried it. I want to. Um, that's it's good stuff. And then we have Professor Finswick. He'll extend a hand to. Phineas? Deceptively strong grip comes back from such a lithe figure. Pleasure to meet you, Prof. What was Pardon? the name of the ship? The platypus is Perry. And, uh, and Oh, you're traveling with an android as well? Indeed. Nods at Haven. Haven nods back. Well, I I've got to get these spices back for Cookie, but it was good seeing you. Good seeing you. Um, We're staying at the Sleepy Loafer if you'd like to join us later. I, I might do that. I'll, I'll let uh, the rest know that you're here. And I'm sure the captain will agree that there's always a berth on the platypus's parry for you and your command companions if you need a lift. Uh, next, we're heading down to uh, Quantium and Kulo. And we're looping around Jalmaray and back up the Kadiran coast. And could always use a beautiful change of scenery. <laughs> and extra hands are always welcome. I do believe we're waiting on an item to be crafted for Finswick before we can ship out, but we'll we'll keep it in mind. Well, we're in port for nine more days, so. Excellent. And he kind of gives this shy little grin and then, oh, I, I, I got to go. And all right. 
It was so good to see you again. Takes off. And Emeril will take a sip of her coffee and kind of splutter at first because it's not what she expected. But she'll take another sip and I think she decides she does enjoy it. And then she's not going to sleep that night. <laughs> and if you thought that Tuli was uh, and if you thought that Tuli was paranoid before and I take it you guys are going deeper into the market as the mm -hmm. day begins to progress I mean it isn't even mid-morning yet you guys hit the ground um, running yep. uh, I'll ask the uh the Siriani guy making tea, if he knows of any uh, decent bookstores in the area. Let's see. Does he know? You all have bought beverages, so he is very happy with you. Uh, give me a D10. Uh, D10 is this one. That's a seven. Seven. There once was. Is a good one. He gives you some directions to that one. And also. Um, subtexts. All righty. Well, thank you very and much. Gives you some directions. Subtext. Michael. Is what? Please don't tell me that the subtext bookstore is a, has just books about submarines. I I'm not at liberty to discuss this. Um, what what sort of puns I throw into these bookstore names that I just randomly rolled off of a bookstore name generator from fantasy. Gonna lie, I was. <laughs> I thought the guy was telling Finswick that there once was a bookstore, but it's gone now. That's what the first. No, that's the, that's the name of the bookstores. There once that's, was. And I realized that after, okay. but at first I was like, "Are there any bookstores? There once was." <laughs> uh, Finswick's gonna drop another copper uh, on the counter for him as well. Thank you, sir. And he gives you a little portable pot of tea to take with you. Perfect. Thank you. And make note of there once was and subtext here. And which one are you going to? There once was or subtexts? Uh, whichever one he deemed was closer. That would be subtext. It's still a bit of a walk, though. Well, since we have a little bit of a walk ahead of us, I guess we can uh, keep an eye out for anything that may pique your interest. And as you go, you're going, it's going to take about an hour to two to get to the bookstore because, again, it's, this is a metropolis and it's crowded. Or I guess if he knew it was that long, he'd say, uh, we don't, we certainly don't have to visit the, uh, bookstores today if, uh, you guys don't want to venture that far along. Uh, I don't mind. I feel very energized right now. I think it'd be great to just keep going and walking to the bookstore. I'm very for walking. I love walking. Let's go. And as you're walking, a bedraggled woman runs up to you. And says, Holy please, jumps, kind of. <laughs> can you help me? And we'll pick that up next week. Time already, is it? Yep. yep. Dun, dun, dun. I'd like to thank everybody for listening. Uh, you can't get amazing Osirani Turkish coffee, but you can get the next best thing, which is Poppet's Coffee, poppetscoffee.com. If you want that... Uh, I'm surprised oh you didn't sneak in that like he had like some little dolls on his stand for like the Poppets. No, the Poppets coffee shop is actually in Absalom. Um, <laughs> I've 
that that's been canon for a while. Um, there is a coffee shop in Absalom ran by a couple of poppets, and but to get actual poppets coffee, poppetscoffee.com. If you want the buzz that you could get from a Turkish coffee, get the Highlander Caffeinado. Double the caffeine uh, yes. with oh my some God, delicious yes. grog flavor. I had it this morning and I was so buzzed. Man. I was willing to fight God. Damn. Other than that. I haven't gotten that one yet, but. <laughs> I highly recommend it. It's how I survive with a one-year-old. <laughs> Knightsofthesmithdinnertable.com. Links to everything else from there. Follow us. We, we're doing things all the time. And uh, we'll see you next week, everybody. Yeah, Bye. Actually, two weeks, but yeah. Same two concept. weeks. <laughs> you know what right. show. Thanks for listening, we'll everybody. And... Well, go ahead, Mike. Oh, no, I was like, we'll release it when it releases, damn it. <laughs> but yeah, thanks right. for listening, guys. Thanks for listening, everybody. And we'll talk at you next time. Bye. 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 Quest of the Stone and Stars actual play podcast uses trademarks and or copyrights owned by Paizo Incorporated. Used under Paizo's community use policy. Paizo.com slash community use. We are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. Quest of the Stone and Stars is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo. For more information about Paizo Incorporated and Paizo products, visit Paizo.com. The bumper music was created by Zach Kreitler. All other music, ambience, and sound effects created by Monument Studios. Knights of the Smith Dinner Table, Quest of the Stone and Stars, and all associated logos are property of Knightsmith Games, LLC.